Are you ready? Because I'm not sure if I am. I never know what's going to come out of my mouth at any point in time. So buckle up, ladies and gentlemen, or welcome to the Sobering Up podcast, a conversation with an ex-wine o'clock addict. Yesterday, I sent out a newsletter about failure and I've had some great responses from it and I thought that I won't share the newsletter here, but I'll just share my general thoughts on failure. I personally believe that I'm a failure expert. I fail every single freaking day. Some days I fail to even shower, but I fail at motherhood. I fail at being a loving and caring wife. I fail at business, especially business. <laughs> I fail. Um, I fail at being a friend. I constantly fail. Um, and yesterday I had a massive fail. I put too much salt in the cookies. I put in like, <laughs> I put in like a half a teaspoon of salt. God, um, the kids went off to school with chocolate chip cookies and salt and they came home and they said, or well, salty chocolate chip cookies, I suppose you could call it. And they came home and said, oh my God, mum, the cookies were really nice. They were really sweet and salty. <laughs> So my fail turned into actually being a success and a lot of the times uh, when we fail we are successful and we just don't see it in ourselves and so I want to try and help people to recognize the success within their failure. Um, uh, the meaning of failure, so the definition of failure is the state or condition of not meeting a desirable or intended objective and may be viewed as the opposite of success. Uh, the criteria for failure depends on the context and may be relative to, to a particular observer or belief system. Now, may be relative hmm that's where it kind of got me thinking so it's only relative if you make it relative they are failure and success are basically subjective as to whoever's observing it or um, whatever whatever um, beliefs we put onto ourselves um, I know when I started my network marketing business I thought I had to do everything in this particular order and follow these particular guidelines and um, you know if I wanted to achieve that I had to do a b c d and e and f and g and k and I had to be like this person or that person because they were successful um, at what they did and so if I followed their methodology then I would be successful and it didn't work out like that was I successful yes I definitely was and maybe not so much in a business sense well I was successful in a business sense or I am successful in a business sense but in comparison to somebody else I wasn't you wouldn't look upon me and go well she's as successful as her because I didn't reach the same goals as her um but the funny thing about failure and success is all about perspective. I have never run a network marketing business. I've worked in sales my entire life. I have had many sales cross the line. I have been to um, many quarterly success business brunches. I have hit gale I have hit sales targets. Um, I have won awards. I have been nominated for awards. All of the things, right? And so you would think that this would be able to translate into something I was doing for myself. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't easily translate because there's a fear and um, a worry that you're going to look like a dick if you try something new. Anyway, back to failure. I always look like a dick, by the way. Um, but 
let's go back to failure and success because that's what I want to chat to you about today. Um, if we go, if we think about failure and success, they're all about perspective. We've been conditioned to think, like I just said before, when others set a precedent criteria or process and have succeeded, that we must follow that path to success. Uh, and then when we follow that path and don't achieve the same successes, we beat the shit out of ourselves and call ourselves a failure and um, you know it can really inhibit ourselves to continue on we start a doubt as start a doubting Jesus Mary and Joseph let me speak properly we assume that we've failed or we are not smart fast or good enough and we start to doubt ourselves and our abilities and I just want to let you know you're all freaking incredible humans and we were actually born to succeed we weren't born to fail. Everything we do is actually a success. The fact I wake up every morning breathing, that is a success. To be dead, that's not success. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a fail either. Well, maybe it is because you're not on this earth, but maybe it's not. Maybe you're successful in getting through the white pearly gates. I don't know. But when we think about um, our kids and how we respond to our kids when they're learning something, like between the ages of like one and death, no birth and death we constantly succeed and our kids are prime examples of this and you know I was thinking about it the other day my niece she didn't crawl she scooted along on her bum now most people most people that work in the development space of um, children and their milestones would say that you know she was going to have problems she's got no problems um, that we know of she's 15 now and you know she learned to walk and do all of those things maybe not at the same rate as everybody else but she was still successful at it you know I have my daughter who took her first steps at about 10 months old and it wasn't for another two months before she got up on her wobbly legs and could walk sort of across the lounge room as opposed to only one or two steps but we don't tell our kids that we are that they are failures we don't say oh you know what you've tried that a thousand times it hasn't worked so just stop just stop right there and forget about learning to walk we don't tell them that right we stand there we cheer them on we give them encouragement and they tell them how incredibly well they're doing whether it's whether they're learning to walk paint ride a bike navigate um, social relationships whatever it is we don't ever tell them they're a failure so why do we tell ourselves that because once we become institutionalized and we start going into the school system, it's probably getting a bit deep, but anyway, once we go into the school system, there's guidelines that you're expected to meet, right? Um, and I, I'm catching myself this in the moment. My two daughters now are eight years old together and they're very different. They're twins, but they're very, very, very different. And, um, you know, one is successful and, I'm tr and one of them is um, constantly comparing herself to her sister and other people. And I have to constantly remind her that when we do new things, it takes time to be able to master them and see ourselves as successful. And in between those times, we need to give ourselves a freaking break. And, you know, you never know whether what you say to your kids is um, works, you know, is do they take it in or does it just kind of go over their head or, or what the story is. And my daughter's very artistic. She loves to draw. She loves to be creative. And she also is the one that compares herself to her, her sister. And um, 
you know, it was really interesting the other day. I was sitting in my office and I have this beautiful Aboriginal piece of art um, that I had commissioned and it's in most of my Instagram videos. You see it behind me. And she was trying to replicate that and I could hear her saying to herself, this is my first go. It doesn't have to be perfect. <laughs> it doesn't have to be perfect. This is my first go. And um, I, I burst into tears and she said to me, why are you crying, mummy? And I said, um, how? And I said, because, you know, honey, six months or 12 months ago when we were in lockdown and we were doing the drawing videos on, you know, on online, we had, there were videos that you could uh art hub it's called and they do also they teach kids how to draw basically it's incredible it's an incredible resource lots of free stuff it's amazing we love it in our house and she wouldn't get things right and she would screw things up and she'd get angry and she'd get frustrated and she'd give up and I'd constantly encourage her you know you can do this you can definitely do this you just need to take some time it takes time to um be successful some people takes longer than others I mean KFC that dude how bloody old was he when he came up with KFC in his 80s or something I don't know but my point is is we nurture and encourage our children to not recognize themselves as being failures but they're on a path to success so why is it that we um, beat ourselves up and like I said before it really is to do with the fact that once we start going to school we're put in this comparison you know you have to meet these certain criterias and and you have to um, and you know to progress to the next level and I think that that just sets us up for self-sabotage because we start thinking we're not good enough you know we're not good enough to be able to do certain things or we start being put in boxes and I think it's really wrong um, and so I've started asking myself you know when I start these thoughts of coming in that I say you know I'm not good enough or it's not I'm not going to be successful at this I start asking myself in comparison to what like the story in my head that I'm telling myself that I'm not good enough at you know do I have to be an expert five years in maybe not maybe it's going to take 10 years am I comparing myself to Joe Blow who did it in five years uh, you know, is it, am I comparing myself to step-by-step -step Sally who followed the bloody guidelines and, and all of the steps and those kinds of things, you know, what changes as an adult as we start self-sabotaging ourselves and, um, basing our sense of worth on external things outside of us. Uh, I, I've never launched a course in my life ever. Never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that I would have the ability, the knowledge, the experience, the worth to create something and put it out into the world and have people buy it, especially around sobriety. You know, it's a really taboo topic. You know, if you're sober, you're an alcoholic. Um or you've got a problem or you know you can't just choose to be sober there's a lot of guilt and shame that's tied up around it society and society and it's bullshit I call bullshit on that because everybody I think anybody that drinks at all has a problem with alcohol that's that's how I see the world um, and so when somebody chooses to um, change that relationship I'm here for it 
basically. But when I launched my course, back to that, well, I, I, I really wanted 10 women to join me and I thought I did all of the things and I thought I had it set up correctly and I thought that I would get, you know, these 10 women would come easily to me. I never for one second thought that um, they wouldn't come. You know, I was doing the manifesting. I was meditating on it. I was, um, I'd set up sales funnels. I'd done all of the things and I didn't get 10 women. I didn't, I didn't get it. And I was really disappointed. And then I realized in that moment, I realized I have these incredible women. There were women that joined and I have these incredible women that want to change their relationship with alcohol and they've chosen me. They could have chosen anybody, but they chose me. And so I chose in that moment to see that as an incredible success and an opportunity for me to be able to chaperone these two women um, that were incredibly brave to take the step and click purchase, to feel safe in their vulnerability of becoming um, sober or even reassessing their relationship with alcohol. I feel it was an epic experience. It allowed them to feel safe in their vulnerability and um, express, you know, really clearly what their desires were without any shame or guilt around it. And in my mind, at that point in time, while there wasn't 10, it was still a freaking success because my ultimate goal in life is to guide women to have a greater understanding of their relationship with alcohol and how and why it exists and what they can do to change it if they so desire. Um, you know, so it was a step towards my lifetime goal and that's winning. That's not a failure. Just because there wasn't 10, it doesn't mean I failed. And so when we look at failure and success, it's all about perspective and what we attach ourselves to that to in that moment. So how do we flip the script on this? Right, there's a couple of things. Now these might be triggering for some people, but they're things that I've recognized in myself. And the first thing is, what story are you telling yourself? What story are you telling yourself that you failed? Like, did you make up a, a did you make up a reason or an ex, or, or, or did you set a boundary that would state that you failed? Like, even if I got nobody on my launch, I still would have succeeded because I created the freaking content. It was there. It took me months to do that. And that is a success. So what story are you telling yourself about why you think you failed? Is it conditioning from the past? Point number two, did you take some self-responsibility? Like, did you really do all that you could do to achieve what you set out to do? And in my case with my launch, I probably didn't. I might've thought I did at the time, but on reflection, I didn't. I didn't have proper sales funnels set up. I didn't, my lead time wasn't long enough. There were lots of things that I could have done better to be able to support the launch of that. And in all honesty, when I think about it now, it was probably because I was scared. Maybe I didn't think I was worthy of the success that I was hoping for, you know? Um, but I take stock in that now. And I think to myself, well, you did succeed in some parts. So, you know, take some self-responsibility. If you did do all of the things, that's me doing my quotation marks, then take stock of the result that you did achieve because there is success in every single thing that we do. Key thing is to keep moving forward. Um, and the third thing I want to let you know, there will always be experts telling you they have the keys to success. 
The only keys they have are to their success and you have your own set of keys. Start unlocking the doors. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It was short and sweet and I hope you enjoyed it and I look forward to seeing you next time.